Welcome to Hope. Housing opens possibilities everywhere. Habitat for Humanity of Newcastle County's new podcast for those who are interested in affordable housing in Delaware and how Habitat for Humanity works with local stakeholders to confront the affordable housing crisis and bring people together to build home, communities, and hope. Welcome to Hope. I'm your host, Kevin Smith, the CEO of Habitat for Humanity of Newcastle County. And joining me today are two very special guests, Ruby Dyer and Sharice Henry. They are special for a couple reasons. And uh, in no particular order, uh, one of the reasons they're special is that they are both Habitat for Humanity employees. Ruby is the manager of our critical repairs program. And Charisse is our donations operations coordinator at the Price's Corner Restore. So that's one of the reasons they're special is because the outstanding job they do at Habitat as employees. But the other thing you may not know is that they are both Habitat homeowners. They became homeowners at different points of their journey in relationship to their employment. Uh, Ruby became a Habitat homebuyer first, and then after she was in her house, we hired her to join our team. Charisse, on the other hand, began working at the ReStore and knew about our qualifications and applied and was accepted and then became a homeowner. So. We're just so glad that both of you could be on this holiday edition of our HOPE podcast so we can talk to you about your experiences. The first thing I'd like to do is just kind of hear from each of you a little bit about yourselves. Maybe I'll have Ruby, you go first. You could just tell us a little bit about yourself. So... I am a mother of two, a grandmother of one and a half. I have one grandchild on the way. I've been in the program as a Habitat homeowner for eight years. I am on Carter Street. We, as a family in our community, is a family of seven homes on our block, and just it's been an amazing journey with the community as our family on Carter Street. We are all as one. And I'm just thankful for what we're able, you know, that Habitat has been in my life versus personal life and as an employee too. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Sharice, how about you? Please uh, tell us about yourself. Well, I am a mother of two also. Two younger ones. I don't have any grandchildren. Oh, Lord, I don't, I don't, I can't picture that yet. (laughs) (laughs) I am actually going on almost two years of become, being a Habitat homeowner. I, like Kevin said, I work at the ReStore. I have many different hats here. I actually love working for Habitat. So just being able to participate for the podcast, you know, it just makes me feel more enthused about the holidays and the fact that I am actually a homeowner this year again and the many different traditions that we are starting now that we finally have a home. Awesome. And we're going to be talking about some of that, what home means to you, especially this time of year. Again, we're recording this session in December. The holidays are right around the corner. Of course, this time of year with the holidays, people certainly think about 
their houses, their homes, they're, they're decorating for the holidays, you know, and it's getting colder. So, you know, the aspect of having a place to live that's safe, warm and dry is really important as well. But unfortunately, there are a growing number of people who are struggling and living in inadequate housing. Either it's too costly or it's just not efficient or safe for people in our community and here in Delaware. So part of what we want to talk to you both today about is kind of where you've come from and now where you are now. Can you talk to us, uh, let's start with Sharice, about your living situations before Habitat? What were the kind of things you were dealing with before? So right before the move, I was actually blessed to actually continue to stay with family. But this time it was different because I was with my kid's grandfather. So it was more transitioning for us instead of us having to, you know, continue to wonder what was going to happen next for the holidays, being as though that seemed to be the one time that we were constantly moving. So to finally... So going through a lot of transitions, it sounds like you've, you've experienced before. Yes. Yeah. So we were always with different family members for the holidays, but to actually be in a stable home where they can actually come see us and we are not in someone else's space, that's the difference. Yeah. And can you talk to us a little bit about um, if you've noticed any difference for your children in that aspect? They are, they are opening up a lot more. They're doing better in school. To actually notice the change in them so soon and for, you know, sometimes when kids witness their parents go through, you know, a separation, not only was buying a house for me a big step, I was also taking a turn of being a single parent. So it became more so coming from a two-parent household to just being us mom with the kids. So for them to actually adjust quite evenly instead of, you know, having meltdowns or, you know, going through something traumatic or emotional with the transition, they've actually shown me that, you know, this could have been the best situation for us the best outcome from our situation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How about you, Ruby? Can you do, do reflect on where you've lived before kind of the conditions, situations you had to encounter? So prior to being a Habitat homeowner, before that I was living in an apartment and it was me and my daughter where one of my daughters at the time was really staying with my parents because we were living in um, a two-bedroom apartment where their rooms were very big. So she, we had to make some kind of changes to our life where my oldest child ended up staying with my dad and my stepmom at the time because of schooling. And we ended up sharing places like you know Sharice was saying it would be at different homes at the time to celebrate 
At that time, my mom had an apartment of her own because she used to have a house and she sold it. But then she went into an apartment of her own. And luckily at that time, it was where it wasn't a senior living place where she is now, but it was more of an apartment where we would share that time. But the one thing I can say is we always got together as a family. Thanksgiving was always a time where we would go back home where my mom is from, from Maryland, and we will join with family there. And then Christmas, we will go to my mom or a family member's house to celebrate together. But after becoming a Habitat homeowner and going through this for the last past eight years, Christmas has been at my house. So it's been a great thing to combine our families, get my nieces, my mom, my sister, my uncle, and now my kids are older because when they when I first got into the program, my daughter, my oldest was 18. My youngest one was 11. <laughs> and we just now, to this day, it's celebrated at my house. We get together and we are, you know, it's not about the decorations. It's not about the gifts. It's just about us getting together and eating together and talking and just being blessed. This year is going to be a little different because besides my mom and my sister, my dad and my stepmom would usually be with us. We lost them. It's been a year for my dad and a year and a half for my stepmom. And this year is going to be a little different without them being there because as a family, even growing up, my mom used to have Christmas at her house and all her ex-husbands would be there with their girlfriends or their wives. Or My mom always taught us how to be together and share that time together with family, no matter if you're together or not. But we would always be together for the kids and the grandkids. And now this year is about the great grandkids. So it's just one thing that my mom has always, and I have to always say, I worship that woman because she taught me If you're not with your husband or whatever, it doesn't mean anything. Still be loving and y'all can still share things because you still have kids or family to join. And I, to this day, my ex-husband comes right along with my boyfriend. And then I invite my ex-husband's girlfriend or whatever. We're all getting together. So it's just sharing that time together and having a home, a place to call home is one of the major things for me when it comes to holidays. So mm-hmm. so you both have touched on the fact that before Habitat and now being in your own home, you were going over a lot of other people's houses, your holidays were somewhere else, but now the holidays at your house. Therese, talk a little bit about what that's like that, you know, now you're hosting that, you know, that stability of, of, of being, uh, the traditions at your house? Holidays, birthdays. Oh, man. It has been actually wonderful because it's more than just the holidays. It's birthdays. It's, you know, different, you know, Saturdays. Like we've actually started having Sunday dinner at my house. And it's where my nieces and nephews bring their kids and my sisters come over. So it has actually buying this house has actually brought me together closer with my family. So my kids get to see more of their cousins prior to, you know, like you said, visiting everybody, everyone comes to see us. And for Christmas, we do a, I make my own Christmas cookies. We make our own 
what do you call it? The little snack mix with the popcorn and the different things. And we actually have a movie night. So for us to be able to do that in my house, it is the biggest blessing that I have right now. You know, I, I, a family structure girl and I love it. That's great. That's great. And Ruby, you, you talk so well about how now you're hosting family members and extended family and friends. Are there any new traditions that you've created now that you're a homeowner, now that you own a house that you didn't have before? How about you, Ruby? <laughs> it's kind of crazy. Growing up, especially around the holidays, oh my God, I, I'm i not going to say I couldn't stand Christmas. It just was so much because my mom would put up a tree in the living room, put a tree in the basement, and then it would be all the knickknacks out. Now, that's one thing I don't do. I'm not into all the knickknacks, but mainly it's just us getting together, learning recipes. My mom is the oldest of the last that are really here. I have one more. I have an aunt that's still here. And we kind of get together on some phone calls when I'm trying to make something new that they are special about. Like, you know, they're special recipes. They don't like to write it down. They'll tell you. But we get together on the phone and my mom is 90. So sometimes she's at my house and then I have my aunt on the phone and we're kind of on the iPad and then she'll get to see my mom and they'll talk about recipes and different things. But this year I'm doing something a little different. We talked about not giving out gifts because we're blessed that everybody's together, but we're going to get together at my house. Everybody's coming in with their pajamas on and we're doing a brunch and movies and cocoa. So something different. (laughs) Are you going to share the date with me so I can come over too? That sounds really wonderful. (laughs) <laughs> you're welcome to come it's going to be christmas morning we're asking everyone to you know and they can just come it's just a little different this year my youngest daughter we just had a beautiful baby shower it was right before thanksgiving and we're trying to kind of cut things down a little bit but my mom my sister my uncle my nephew my kids will be there and my exes and friends and families, they're going to pretty much be around. So we're just getting together. And then my neighbors, because they come over to eat too. So we're all together pretty much. If they don't cook something, they'll ask me if I am. And I'll be like, all right, come on over. We're eating this. So I'm kind of setting up for my groups. That's great. So I want to just pivot a little bit. You both have talked so well about what being homeowners and home for the holidays means. And then, you know, you each work with other homeowners in some different capacities. You know, Sharice, you're there at the ReStore. You're helping customers. They're shopping. Clearly, you know, they're buying things for their houses. And then Ruby, as our repair manager, you're working directly with folks who already own their own house. Usually it's an older home. A lot of times these are seniors and they need critical repair. So talk a little bit about each of you as you reflect on now being a homeowner and, and what that means. And then now you get this chance to to serve other people in a homeownership kind of capacity. Ruby, you want to just kind of reflect a little bit on, you know, what that's like for you? It's a little hard. I'm not going to lie. Why, why is it hard? Especially since... Just seeing the homeowners 
like getting phone calls about situations, helping them out to get repairs done. I mean, it does make me look at, you know, things of being prepared as being a homeowner now. Like I'm always prepared now that something can go wrong. It's not like we look for it to go wrong, but things can happen. And I'm not going to lie with Habitat, it kind of helped me. It taught me how to be prepared where, okay, you may have a problem with your heater. A lot of homeowners that we're working with now, they are not aware of things. They don't look past of a day by day. They're looking to try to fix what they can fix with what money they have. And I'm not going to lie with Habitat. It kind of taught me to save up my money and get prepared. But then looking at my childhood, when my mom was a, a single mother of four, when things would break down and it always happened around the holidays, I don't know why, it would always happen around the holidays and my mom would get so upset. But then when it happened to me for the first time, I didn't get upset. I was kind of prepared. And my mom was like, you know, that she'll get a little upset and be like, you okay, we're going to do this. And I'm like, mom, it's okay. Things are going to happen. And she'd be like, you're just so calm. I'd be like, I'm upset, but I, I'm prepared. And that's the one thing I see with our homeowners now. They weren't prepared. They weren't prepared for this age. They weren't prepared that this house is going to need this and need that. And it that's the part that hurts is because I wish we had a lot more where we go in and do what we can to help them to be warm, safe, and dry to the best of our abilities, plus to give them other avenues to go to seek to get help. But it's just around the holidays, that's when it seems like it takes a bigger toll because someone might be without heat and we can't help them at this time, but we try to get them services so that they are warm and comfortable. And it's been times that we had to do little things that maybe put a heater into their home, even if it's something. But it's just, it's upsetting because it seems like a lot of things happen during the cold times and around the holidays and they just weren't prepared. Yeah, I'm so glad, though, that your Habitat training has not only prepared you to be prepared as a homeowner, but it sounds like it's also helped you in terms of doing your job and empathizing and and helping these non-Habitat homeowners with the repair issues they have. That's awesome. I want to turn to Sharice now, too. Um, You know, she's not necessarily in the same kind of way helping. She's got customers come through for dealing with a lot of donations. Kind of give us your perspective on, you know, you're now a home buyer. You know that you needed things for the house and may still need things for the house. And now you work at a store that takes in donations and sells household goods, furniture, et cetera, to the public. What's that like for you having a different context? So before it was just, you know, hey, I work here, you know, I may or be a, may or may not be able to help you find what you need. But after becoming a homeowner, I get more excited when the customers come in, whether they're a rec, you know, a homeowner that prior to coming in, or if they're a Habitat homeowner coming in to volunteer or come in, you know, previous homeowners come in to buy different items that they need throughout their home. Like with the flood that recently happened, I've actually met a lot of Habitat homeowners who have come in to get different things to repair their houses because of the flood and the different things that have happened. So like Ruby said, Habitat has kind of helped us be prepared 
versus the other ones who are, thank goodness for the restore, they can also come in to find those items that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. So it's to be empathetic, you know, I see them, I'm trying to help, but I'm also praying that, you know, if this happens to me, I know where to go, how to go about it. So it, like you said, it's, it's different from working on being an employee here and a homeowner. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I want to thank you both for sharing your perspectives. It's a unique perspective and it's one that's valuable to both Habitat and I think as we've heard today from you all as well and the, and the perspective that you have. I want to say to our listeners, thank you for tuning in to this podcast. It is the season of giving and you've heard today from two folks who have benefited from your giving to this program, whether it be monetarily or your volunteer time or buying stuff at the ReStore or donating to the ReStore, but you've also heard them about how they give back and how they care for this community as well. So I would just ask our listeners to consider how you can continue to support Habitat and really support our entire community. It really does make a difference when you notice and learn about what other people are going through and have an open heart to them in whatever ways that you can give and, and support them. So I just thank our listeners for tuning in. Thank you to listening to this episode of Hope, where housing opens possibilities everywhere. Join us on the 15th of every month for new episodes about how we are working to build homes, community, and hope here in Newcastle County, Delaware. If you're interested in learning more about Habitat NCC, Newcastle County, please visit our website at www.habitatncc.org. Or to donate, go to that same donation page at habitatncc.org slash give. Have a wonderful holiday, everyone. Happy holidays. Happy holidays.